Strip accelerates, McDonald hasn't flinched yet. And here he comes, Adamo. He let loose in a stride. But it's Adamo is coming away. Hello and welcome back to the Sitting Ducks podcast. Uh, just wrapped up uh, Thousand Guineas Day today. Uh, Madam Pomery, J Mac Waller comes out and wins it. How didn't we pick that? Yeah, I don't really know. Um, the horse was just. You know, pretty average up in Sydney. They throw J Mac on it. Wallace sends it down to Melbourne and wins by what, three to four lengths? Yeah. So that's real good to see. Um, none of us had anything on, none of us tipped it. Um, but yeah, I guess we move on. Uh, Caulfield got to a heavy 10 today. Weather wise, they're getting 30 to 50 mil expected tomorrow, then Friday, three to six mil, and then Saturday. They're not expecting anything. We're expecting, you know, heavy 10. Pretty much. Um, you boys as well, hey? Like, yeah, we're, on, we're on a bottomless track at Caulfield. I think they copped more today than they were expecting, so we're in a bit of trouble there. Uh, we'll also touch on Ramwick. Obviously, Tab Everest uh, goes around there today. I'll start off, boys. How you been? Yeah, been good. Um, it was a bit of a tough day on the card racing today, but looking forward to the weekend. Caulfield Cup, the Everest. Um, then we lead on into the Melbourne Cup in a few weeks, so... Looking yeah, we've got a good few weeks up, uh, coming up. Momo, what about you? Yeah, I'm looking forward to this race day. One of the biggest days of the year. Keen to get cracking. Um, yeah, cracking you boys remember last year, person on third in the Caulfield Cup. Won't be seeing him this week, but it's been in good the to see Cup, him. Yeah. yeah, and we'll see him in Mooney, yeah. at Mooney Valley Cup next week. Not as not as ideal, but anyway. Is that, is that on a Friday? No, nah, I don't think so. It's on a yeah. Saturday. We'll start off with, because this is like the Caulfield Carnival after they don't race at Caulfield again until... Yeah. You know, next year. So we'll start off with the Golden Duck. Clav, I think, just edged out Momo yeah. to get it. Um, we just pretty much went off Saturday's results. We didn't really counter in too much. I don't think it would have mattered anyway. So Clav, yeah, so um, we're going with. Three weeks in a row, we're going to go straight to the main race of the day. $15 million race. We're going to put our sum of $52.51. 50 odd on Nate's trip to place. At dollar twenty eight, we'll Gives get us four fifty one back. Yeah. Quick hundred bucks. Not a bad. Should thing. be good to watch the uh, the big boy go around. Don't want to jinx anything, but we're getting up there now, aren't we? Like we've had the one loss. Yeah, it was um, slowly, just slowly punching it. away. Yeah, we won't go too much into it because we'll do something stupid and jinx it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So as I touched on, not very good weather for Caulfield. The rail is six meters out. Um, you could see today getting way off the rail, trying to come through that middle section of the track. Um, I think it was interesting what James McDonald said uh, post-race. We'll just This has to do with the track conditions too. I don't know if you boys heard this, but he goes, like a Caulfield wet track is completely different to a Sydney wet track. He goes, they're all like used up in Sydney. You know, they race on them heavy every single week. They go, he goes, the Caulfield track was wet, but it's not like worn. Um, I don't know what he meant, but he meant like his horse was just skipping over it. Like he goes, it's a wet track, but it's not like a heavy was track. Was it as dense or Like, anything? yeah, it's not, I don't know how to explain. I don't know. I'm not a greenskeeper or anything, but he's just saying like there's, there's <laughs> even though I think maybe we need to think a bit more that, you know, heavy, not all heavy tracks are the same. Some are obviously a lot worse than others. Um, so yeah, I suppose Caulfield heavy 10 though, is still going to be pretty bad. You're looking for wet trackers. 
Um, that's probably not as bad as, you know, a rare, rare week or Rose Hill heavy 10. Starting off with race three, the group three, Ned's classic, Clav, list us off. Um, yeah, uh, the top of the market, Mr. Maestro, $1.70, into Muramasa, $5.50, Red Sun Sensation, $6.50, Dream Hour, $11, Distrustful Award, $15s, and you can have longer the rest. Uh, your favourite, oh, no, actually, let's go through the map. So you've got, you know, no speed in this race, Fierce Legend from Barry One probably pushes up with Maxi Bond, and Mr. Maestro from Nine probably by default just comes over and sits box seat. Then who knows throughout the back, uh, Luke Nolan on Red Sun Sensation probably pushes up too. And then, yeah, Muramasa, Dream Hour, Fearless Knight, Hereditary? Hereditary out the back. Um, yeah, so the main form one favourite comes out is the Superimposed. So Mr. Maestro won there. They went 10 lengths inside the all benchmark. Beat Red Sun Sensation by two, length, two lengths. Market absolutely smashed Mr. Maestro, $4.60 into $3.50. Clear top pick for me. Two thousand looks a good uh, look. You know, looks ideal for him. Get that was on a good three though. So head probably you know heavy eight to heavy ten on Saturday. Um, he has one on a heavy ten over eighteen hundred. So that's you know a bit of a tick. Um, I thought at a dollar seventy, I was going to go looking for Red Sun Sensation and Muramasa, but um, when I looked at last four hundred, last two hundred. Mr. Maestro was even better than Red Sun Sensation, so I just thought he's only going to be getting better. He's had the run on the wet track. I mean, $1.70 for $7, I couldn't, you know, it couldn't hurt if you wanted to go throw something on Red Sun Sensation. Um, but, yeah, for me, it was Mr. Maestro. The other only real danger I thought in the race, you know, the top three was Mr. Maestro, Red Sun Sensation, and this alternate form line, Muramasa. Um, that comes out of, you know, a Mooney Valley, uh, Valley race, so, you know, Back markers just aren't run to suit. Gets to a bigger track here. They only rated 5.7 inside the all benchmark there. But, yeah, I suppose the only slight negative, and it might not even be one at the moment, the way Harry Coffey's going, is D-Lane off for Harry Coffey. But he is flying at the moment, Harry yeah. Coffey. So um, you can back him with confidence. The market hasn't really caught up with him either. Like, I think if Damien Lane's on this, this horse is probably, you know, $1.50 opening. Um yeah, with, with with Mr. Maestro, I don't know if I'll be loading into him on a dollar seventy. I don't know if you boys have got anything else to add there. Just quickly, I think just for on. the for the fact of tipping on it, like I'm going to tip Mr. Maestro. I think he's a class horse in the race. Attacked the line really well last start. Um, at the two hundred, I went and watched the replay. He put three lengths on the field pretty comfortably and just had that bit of a two thousand big tick. I yeah, think. so if he's going to get the extra two hundred meters, he should hopefully have that bit of boom around the corner and just a uh, bit of more catch me if you can kind of style and. Uh, yeah, I, I just think it's a pretty good bet. But on the day, I want to be loading on it because seventy. Yeah, just the conditions. Anything can happen. Yeah. Um, Momo, anything else? Yeah, I'm with you, boys. So I don't think anything should beat it. Yeah, pretty simple there. Um, suppose $100 on. Yeah, yep. runs 100 bucks on. Yeah. Um, moving on to race four, the group three. Ethelric, I think it's pronounced. Give me a sec. Um Sorry, Ethereal Stakes over the 2,000 metres. Your favourite, Momo? Yep. In favourite, we've got Foxy Cleopatra yep. at $4.40. Moco, $5.00. Pavitra at $6.00. Renaissance Women, $6.00. Waka Mana, $8.50. Kabaka, $10.00. As the we- names on these things. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whispering Lady, $16.00. And you can have along the rest. Um, 
So you can tie in your two favourites here in Foxy, Cleopatra, and Moko. So Moko uh, got beaten by, or Moko, I don't even know how you say it, got beaten by Federation Rocks over the 1,400 metres. Foxy Cleopatra then came out and beat Federation Rocks over 600 by 3.3 lengths. Don't know how much you want to read into that. That was a few starts ago, but if you're just going on, you know, who beat who, Foxy Cleopatra definitely deserves to start favourite. Figures-wise, she's done, like, nothing special first up. She's raced bang on the all-benchmark, but, you know, at the turn, she already had the race one. Blake Sheen kind of just, you know, let her do her thing to finish off the race. Um, I think there's definitely improvement with this horse. A lot of upside, getting to a bigger track. It's had the soft you know, the soft uh, soft track starts with two starts there, one win and one third. It's not a heavy track, but, you know, at least it's had a little bit of wet. 2,000 metres looks a big tick for this horse. This horse would probably get over further just the way it kind of, you know, took a while to get going and then it just put them away. b a big tick. Um, that was the first one I was kind of interested in, boys. I don't know about yous, but... Yeah, I'm looking a little bit different. I don't know, I'm almost looking, but um, I wasn't a big fan of this race. Um, just having a bit of a look at the form lines, nothing really jumped out at me. I had to go looking for a winner for myself. I landed on Pav- Pavitra, I think it is. Uh, Jamie Carr's on it, six dollars. Uh, I just like the fact that like all these other the all these other horses are coming out of those maidens BM sixty fours. These things are coming out. It ran fifth in a club in a group one behind Zoo Gotcha. She's extreme. Um, hopefully that form can be franked and it's running at six dollars. He ran on pretty well. Jamie Carr should hopefully put this one up in the you mean front sort of yeah. She's four, very five. good at going forward at the moment. Yeah, so hopefully it just puts in the in the gives it every chance for a win. So at six dollars, I'm happy to play that. Also, that Renaissance woman, same price, six dollars, coming out of the same two races with Zugotcha, um, and Madame Pomeroy and Madame Pomeroy just come out of one today. So it's some good form lines for me. For six dollars for both, I'm happy to play those two. For me, Momo, you yep. think anything um, similar, different? Yeah, I'm similar with one of them. But first pick is uh, Moko. Good first up run, second up run. Happy to forgive. Didn't find any luck. Uh, first start at two thousand should handle it and finds an easier field. Uh, my second pick, I'm going with the same as Cloud, but with Pavitra, I think it is. Um, comes out of the Zucotra race. Huge class increase last start. Handled it okay. Up against an easier field here and gets uh, 2,000 for the first time. Should be in the finish somewhere. Yeah, that looks good. The only other one I really wanted to touch on was Whispering Lady right down the bottom there. Um, last run, they went 5.1 lengths inside the class. She was slowly away in both her starts. Um, gets the blinkers for the first time. This horse is crying out for 2,000 metres. $16 here. You know, it's formed behind She's Lickety Split, who ran third today. She ran ninth there, Whispering Lady. Um, faster four to the 200, then Moko, who ran seventh there. She's ran ninth, and I think you're getting, you know, what's that, $16 versus $5. Definitely the play for me, getting the blade, uh, getting the blinkers for the first time and a horse that is screaming out for longer. I reckon I'd rather be with her at the price. So I'm back in Foxy Cleopatra, 85 with the different form line, and then I'm trying to chime into this other one with Whispering Lady with 15 on. Yeah, I've gone 50 on Pavitra and 50 on Renaissance Woman. I've gone 50, Moko, 50, Pavitra. Sweet. Move on to our race five. What's this? No, race called? seven. Oh, race seven. Race seven, the group two, McCafe sprint over the 1,000 metres. Clav, list us off. Yeah, at the top of the market, we've got Dragonstone, 380 Generation, 420 dollars Asfura, $5, Kalos, 950 Express Pass, $11, Ashford Street, $11, and we can have longer the rest. Um, 
Map-wise, you've got Sartorial Splendor and Malkovic go for Generation comes across from nine. Oxy Road pushes up from three. Asfora, Ashford Street, Kalos, probably has to go back from eight with Bo Rossa, Rock Artist, uh, Dragonstone, maybe pushes up a little bit from two yeah. and Express Pass. Out I think back. Dragonstone push up a bit because it's got Tim Clark on it. So you yeah. might ride a bit more positive. Yeah, um, definitely possible, just whether that's a gate speed or not, I suppose, on the day. Um, I think I've, we probably should touch on this. Probably going to be a lot of scratchings if they actually on this heavy track. Um, but I'm going to come out and declare one here. Absolute bet and a half. If this gets anywhere for a soft six or better, Generation will absolutely pump him here. I think he is lengths above this field. He's just come out of a fourth in the group one over the 1,000 metres. I think they've figured this horse out. They were trying to stretch him out over you know, 1,200, saying he could get 1,400. They've gone, nah, this horse is a speedy colt. He's pretty unlucky there, I thought, to not run third. Um, you know, don't be worried about sitting wide at Caulfield with cover. There's not, you know, it's not a tight bend at all. He'll just come around the corner. He'll get into those good lanes. Mark Zara's on one of the best jockeys in the country. Last start, they've gone 10.4 above, um, you know, to the all benchmark. The next best horse, you know, last start's gone 6.4 above. This horse is in another, you know, level to these horses. He's been racing in group ones endlessly, just whether he can get the right conditions. I think Dragonstone is the danger just with the light weight he's got, you know, in the form behind Andermatt, but at his best, he won't get near. Um, Generation is a complete bet if he runs here. He's an absolute freak horse against his type of class. There's nothing here that would compete in these group ones um, like him. If you put any other horse in there, they just wouldn't be there. And I think a 1,000 metres they've figured out is going to be perfect for him. Clavis saw a head shake. Yeah, um, I like Dragonstone, but I think it's because it's going to be that heavy 10. I'd, I'd let him run around with me not having my money on it for that exact reason. I just don't think he can handle the heavy, in my opinion. Who? Who? Generation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, if it was a soft. He'll get scratched yeah. if it's a heavy 10. If it, was a soft, if it was a soft, I'd be on, like, I'd be all for him. He's coming out good form lines. I've I've settled on, um, well, first of all, top pick Dragonstone. I think first up, looking for a big showing here. Uh, absolute mudlark. Tim Clark should hopefully be, be a bit more positive from the gates here. <laughs> Loves the distance. First first time around Caulfield for uh, for this horse. And the other one I like um, was coming is called Ashford Street. Gets T.O. Nugent. T.O. Nugent. 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 Doesn't ride too often, but he's ridden this horse seven times, three wins in a second. So he's four times out of sevens in the top two. Drops from 61 kilos down to 53. Um, coming out of that same Mooney Valley, Mooney Valley race out of Sartorial Splendor and Asufa, and it actually got held up in the probably last 50 metres. The jockey pulled it, Tatum Bull pulled it back, went four horses to the right, then ran on into the into line well to snag fourth position. Uh, for me, that is a good bet at $11. I don't think it's going to sit up on speed, give itself every chance, and that's all you want as a betting man. Yep, I'm with you on Dragonstone. Had a good last prep and was always in the finish in every start. 1,000 metre and first up form read very well. Tim Clark gets on now. Should go well. Yeah, I'm all, I probably won't bet into the race if Generation doesn't run. Just want to see where Dragonstone Say so if Generation at. doesn't run, who are you going on? If I had to pick something. you had to tip. I didn't mind. I like I liked your thought process of Ashford Tree and I also like Kalos too. Um but yeah, I wouldn't be bedding up. Like if they can, if this somehow gets to a soft track, geez, I'll be loading generation. One of the better bets of the day. I'm just going simply 100 on generation. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. I've gone 70, Dragonstone, 30, Ashford Street. Oh, 100, Dragonstone. Yeah, Momo. Momo. Yeah. Um, moving on. Race 8, the Group 2, Tristark States. Yeah, Momo, Momo. list us off. All right, in favour, we've got Palaspian. Pian at $5.50. Placepan, yep. Placepan, yep. Uh, Chain of Lightning, $5.50. Kiss on All Four Chicks, $7.50. Pride of Jenny, $8.50. Flying Mascot, $9.00. Argentia, $10.00. Exolita, $16.00. Fortunate Kiss, $17.00. And you can have one rest. So the main form line here for most of these horses is the Rose of Kingston, which Exolita won. Pride of Jenny started favourite there. I think it was a complete forgive. Missed the start as a leader. And ended up running fifth. I thought it was pretty good there. I don't know what you boys thought of that. Where she missed the start and you know, ended up. I'll have to be part of Jenny here. Yeah, you got back towards it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You know, I think your ex leader, you know, got the dream run last start, but prior to Jenny, you know, market support was there, was gonna lead and just, you know, miss the start, had to sit wide, just not a go. It's like, yeah, it's a leader missing the start. You're always in a bit of trouble. Um, I think she's definitely the one you want out of that Rose of Kingston. She gets Jay Carr down in the lightweight. This horse is one on a heavy and a soft. I think it's a huge chance. Clav, you with me? Anything else with her before we... No, I'm pretty keen with Pride of Journey if you want to E on it. Or... Yeah, yeah, I'm on it. Momo? Momo, you... No. Different. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go, mate. Yeah. Tell, mate. Us, tell us who you are, mate. Uh, first pick is uh, Placement. Hasn't finished outside of place for six starts. Come on, strong last start, but just missed out. Gets 1,400 again. Should go well with a good run. And my second pick, kiss on for all four cheeks. Forgive last start, 1,400-meter specialist that gets it here. Shouldn't handle track conditions. Expect to go well. Are you worried? What? How can you handle the track conditions? Yeah. Hates the heavy. <laughs> <laughs> well, nah. I mean, if she gets to a soft well, seven. She, yeah. Yeah. Well, her if it gets to a soft, she's a she's a chance. I still think she's a lot. Right, they'll, scrap, they'll scratch her. Yeah. They're, they're going to scratch her. And they're also probably going to scratch this horse, which I think is a huge chance as well, Chain of Lightning. I think she has to be a Betty. She was five from five before last start, had the best form. If she missed that last run on a heavy 10, would she come in here like, what, 250? Yeah, because no one would know. No yeah, one would know. Handle it. Um, they just went too slow last start. Like it was literally a crawl around the corner and the horse with the best turn of foot in Zapatero won the race in her, you know, ideal conditions in the wet. I think Peter Moody wouldn't be sending this horse a 1,400 if she wasn't ready for it. This horse on a soft track is three from three. You're getting $5.50 about this horse just because of its poor run last start. If it came here off that, honest to God, it would be, you know, three bucks, I reckon you're looking at, just for an undefeated Peter Moody, Luke Nolan horse. Um, the other will say probably once again, scratch on the wet conditions, quite a Jenny will be running no matter what. So... I'm going to back him. Um, oh, hang on, just drop my notes. Clive, you go. I picked these up. Yeah, why well, Bailey runs for that? I just want to quickly touch on Pride of Jenny. I took it on last start, went with Exolita. Um, Exolita ended up winning. Car gets on. She's two for two on this horse. Uh, my new station car have been teaming up quite well. I think in these type of races, you want to have a horse that's rock hard, fit, up yeah. on speed, give yourself every chance. Um, and I think Car's proved it again today why she's, why she's one of the better jockeys going around. Uh, can put herself in the in the top three, four, and and get the job done for me at eight dollars fifty. I'll have a hundred on her. Wow, um, yeah, for a horse that started a dollar seventy last start in Chain of Lightning, you've got to be on here at five fifty. So I'm going sixty dollars Chain of Lightning if she runs forty dollars part of Jenny if Chain of Lightning comes out. Yeah, I'll join Club with a hundred dollars on. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going sixty five Palacepan and thirty five Kisano Physics. 
if she runs. Um, moving on to the feature of the day, race nine, the group one Caulfield oh, Cup. Sound sports bet. Let's go. Um, yeah, it just <laughs> popped up on sports bet for us. So, yeah, list us off. Yeah. At the top of the market, 460, Smoking Romans, uh, Benode, $8, Gold Trip, $10, Juice, 11s, Allegron, 11s, Nonconformist, 12, Numerian, 13s. And you can have longer the rest. Um, so, your map here. Let me get it up. Um, so, from... Oh, I don't even have any speed data. Hold on. Give me a sec. I'll go to tab. You can kind of roughly work it out, to be honest. It's yeah, but like, I won't be able to see all the horses in one hit. Um, hang on. Give me a sec. You got Knight's Order at the front, that's for sure. Yeah, Knight's Order <laughs> leads you out for sure. Um... And there's what? probably a few pushing up from the gates. Hang on, give me a sec. They haven't loaded on sports, but all Bailey's uh, betting up here. So a bit of technical yeah, a bit of drama. Dif- uh, difficulties. Racing Saturday. Here we go. Caulfield. Yeah, putting it up in the middle. Caulfield, race nine. Speed map. So here we go. Night sort of goes forward. No compromise, apparently, going forward too. With Nemirian, uh, Smoke and Romans from out wide has to go forward. Uh, with Charlie Rose coming across as well. Going right back to last is inspirational girl, Crystal Pegasus, great house. Sound probably gets that midfield position. Durst and Macramani in the field yet. Juaz from nine probably doesn't go back to last, probably tries to use the gate. Same with Gold Trip um, from Barrier 12. Oh, hang on, I've got it back to front. What's really happening is Smoking Romans is pushing in from five. Inspirational girls from one. Um Crystal Pegasus from two. They're all going back. Great house. Sound. I wouldn't be surprised if one of them uses the barrier. Smoking Romans is coming across. Charlie Rose. Numerian. Don Ford. Gold trip from 12. Sits midfield. Allegron probably goes back. Nonconformist has to find a place in midfield. And, yeah, Knight's Order's leading down to Clam. Benno probably right out the back. Um, thought there was two bets in here for sure. Nonconformist. You've got to have something on on Saturday. Graham Begg has been setting this horse for this race. Last year, he ran into the best horse in the country, probably in incentivize. And then this year, he's done the same thing. Everyone's going, oh, you know, where is he? And he's saying, this horse is exactly where I want him. He's been racing against the top of the top in Zaki, Animo, I'm Thunderstruck, etc. You know, and he's not like he's he's running like not up to them, but they're 2000 meter specialists. This is a horse who gets over 2400. He's just doing the same thing every week, quick back up into the Caulfield Cup. He is a huge chance at $9.50. He's run second in this race. He's a classy horse. He drops down to 54 and a half kilos. He's actually $12 on sports bet. Um, wow, that is way over the odds. Jordan Child sticks with the horse. You know, they weren't trying to do anything in those other races. It's just, you know, what, what Graham Begg's pretty much doing is he's getting, he's getting race shapes that, you know, he knows that are going to be run well. And, um, you know, that's why he's thrown non-conformist in there. Even though he knew he had no, you know, not really a chance, this is where this is where he's at his best. Um, I expect him to be right there on Saturday. You boys want to touch on your first bet too? Yeah, I'm kicking up for non-conformist as well with Powell here. Um, I think he's just been looking for the distance. Uh, trainer's been coming out saying this horse has been flying under the radar, got him exactly where he wants him, and uh, Jordan is going to know where to put the horse on the weekend and get the job done. The other one I want to kick up, I think is going to be my main bet on the day. 
my main man, Tommy Berry on Numerian. $13 for this is an absolute spoil. I reckon it should be at least sixes in this race. Um, coming out of form lines behind Cascading, who's starting at $1.70 here um, in Randwick on the weekend. Berry Sticks, Annabelle Nisham. This horse hasn't missed second place in the past five starts. Um, loves the heavy, absolute mudlark. Um, yeah, I think this one's just going to be up on speed and it's going to be in for the fight. Momo, any other two you like or? Yeah, I'm going with you guys in non-conformist. Been racing against the best horses in Australia over a non-preferred distance. Gets preferred distance of 2,400. Should go well. And my second pick is Joaes. Happy to forgive last starts over shorter distances. Get got got a real gets. Wait, sorry. Um, got a really good 2,400 record. Track conditions shouldn't be a problem. Josh Parr gets on. Should be in the finish. Yeah, I think the question mark on most of this is just what is the track conditions? Mm. Like for a horse who's, you know, if it is a heavy 10, the nose got to come in here. And second to our Totsu, over 2,400 on a heavy 10. Um, you know, Smoke and Romans, good wet track. Gold Troop, I mean, hasn't done too much on a wet track. Duas struggles on a wet track. Algaron's, you know, good on a good track. But no, it's actually, I was just having a quick look. 53 kilos, so I'm not bad. Coming out of Animo's race, 58. Drops down to 53. Yeah, well, non-conformers only carries 54, and it's sure. what is it? So, I reckon like, it's going to be a uh, heavy eight. No, that's what it is right now. Yeah. Is it? I yeah, thought it was a heavy ten today. No, because they plan it for what's in the future. Yeah, so they think it's going to be a heavy eight, don't they? If you go to today, let me go to today and see. I thought it was today. a heavy ten today. I didn't know. No, it definitely was a heavy ten today. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know how they're so, thinking that. Nah, to be honest. 30 to 40 mils. Anyway, Two heavy range, down. heavy range. I don't know. I would be, if it is, okay, this is what I'd have to, if it does swing towards a heavy 10, like if it is bottomless, I'm probably backing Benno and Algaron, just purely on the fact that I know these two can sustain a real long gallop on a wet track and they're down in the weights. If it's not, if it's this, give me a heavy eight or even a heavy nine. I'm with non-conformist and gold trip. I know it doesn't make much logical sense to be jumping on this horse after he puts on weight compared to Smoke and Roman's dropping weight. But I just think this horse, we haven't seen the best of him yet. It doesn't, it's not really a betting cap on it. I just think at the price, you're getting you know, $10 about, you know, one of the best horse or predicted to be one of the best horses in the country. Whether he'll run in these conditions, I do not know. But um, yeah, I definitely think he's a chance at those kind of odds. Um, why, like, are we kind of just looking past his favourite? Like, you just look at him now, like, heavy track tick, down in the weights tick. Everything's just tick, tick, tick. I've got to take him on, eh? Gets to. Jamie Carr, too. Like, even, even Ethan Brown. I know Ethan Brown's good, but this, she's ridden this horse three times for two wins. Distance tick, like. If it comes out and wins this, it's set itself as a bloody fantastic stayer. Yeah, that's probably it. That's probably the only question mark I, had on, I have on it. Is At four fifty, I know it's still a decent price, but geez, for a bit of more value, I'm, I'd rather play around it. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just can this horse stay a wet track twenty four hundred when all these other horses are amped up? It probably can, and on Saturday, that's what you know. The market's going to love this horse. It's going to get smashed. Mario uses Jamie Carr down in the weights, wet track tick. Yeah. So you're going to get a better price about a few. Um, so I definitely couldn't talk you out of backing him, but I just think there's two horses that are better than him at their best, I think, and that's Gold Trip and Nonconformist. So I'm going, um, well, I go here. I'll go 
55-45, gold trip, 45, non-conformist. Yeah, I'm going 50-50, non-conformist and numerian. I'm going 70, non-conformist, 30, dress. What I think I'm going to do is for our tipping, what we'll do, I'll post um, our tips out on um, Just yeah, whenever I do it Thursday. Day. No, I'll do it Thursday, but what I'll do, I'm going to post a – I'll post one on our just our story updated one right before the day starts. Like if you have any, if you want to change anything, like I'll mm-hmm. post one just 11 a.m. and I'll only have to change a few that we want to switch um, just because it is tough, you know, in these conditions. So we don't want to be, you know, we're trying to do this early for you to get, get your stuff, but then at the same time, a lot can change between then and there's going to be a lot of scratchings, et cetera. Um, so, you know, we're still confident in these, but a heavy, I suppose a heavy eight to a heavy 10, or a soft seven to a heavy ten is a bit of a difference. Mm. Um, anyway, we can't do anything about it. How bad's the weather been just this whole year with racing? It just makes everything so hard. Yeah. Um, race ten, the Group Three Munga Stakes, Momo. Yep. In favourite, we have Ayrton at four dollars. Old Flame five dollars fifty. Lady of Honor six dollars fifty. Catalyst eight dollars. Bandersnatch eight fifty. Ironclad eleven dollars. Cinna one sixteen dollars. And you can have along with the rest. Um. Your map, Lady of Honor, goes forward with Streets of Avalon uh, from out wide and open minded. Lightsaber from 15 comes across. Ayrton from 17 probably tags the back of Streets of Avalon across. Old Flame on the quick backup pushes up from Barrier 7, more than exceed from 3. Bandersnatch from 14 comes across. Ironclad in Poland, who's an acceptor. If he gets in, will be in that back half of the field. And then you just got a bunch at the back. Shaquiro, Aegon, Catalyst, Cinna 1, Riddle Me, That Wild Planet. Um, Guarantee clubs on old flame. Nah. Oh, on, nah, wow. He's on Lady of Honor. Nah. Wow. I thought you'd been buried for sure. Nah. I thought there was an absolute – this was another just bet for me. Um, if you tell me on air to me, I might flog you. <laughs> You're kidding. He's a cat. How? He just ran second <laughs> last start. He just ran second last start to a horse that started two bucks. Yeah. In, the, in a group one. And where um, was it? Went missing. Fifth. It went ran fifth. Went missing. This horse, this horse needs once again. We'll go strack. Wow. We'll go strack. We'll get scratched on a really heavy deck. If it's in this soft range by the end of the day, he's an easy bet here. I think they've got this horse right this time. Um, just yeah, he just missed the potential superstar. Gate seventeen. Yeah, Jamie Carl come across easily. <laughs> Trust me. It's got lightsaber. Streets yeah, of Avalon, they're just gonna bring her across. Honor. They're gonna bring her across. Holy! Forward. I'd rather her. I'd rather him be drawn wide than be drawn stuck up on the inside. Um, there's a lot of improvement to come from this horse. Second up, fourteen hundred meters tick, Caulfield tick, track and wow. distance tick. What do you think of that? Has a loss of this track and distance? I don't care. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he's come back a different horse this time. I was never a fan of him. Um, Went against him with I wish I win, and now he's ran well there. I don't know how you can be saying I wish I win went missing. He just didn't handle the 1,600 metres. He's still a good horse. At yeah, he's a, like he's a good horse, but he, he was he started $2 in a group one. What, what was it called again? Torak. Uh, I don't know why I'm talking shit because my two horses are picked, coming out the same form. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then he's what, giving him a few lengths there. Anyway, um. Mike, Mick Price and Ken Jr. at the moment, horses under $5, 11 from 34, gone at 32.4%. They're popping up everywhere. They train your horse today, Gunstock, so they'll be doing something right within. Um, Jay Carr sticks. you got to trust the camp. They're too good from here. Um, Streets of Avalon, I thought, was the only 
other chance for me. Just on the thought, uh, just on the thought process that this horse has won a Group One at this track and distance. Um, Adam beat him a few starts ago. Adam was fifty four. there. Streets of Avalon was fifty nine. Now Adam's fifty eight and a half. Streets gets Streets of Avalon gets fifty seven. Twenty three bucks. He is an old fella, but he's a Group One track and distance winner, and he maps really well here. He handles all conditions. Ran fourth in an All Star Mile in the heavy. Um, yeah, they were the two for me. Pretty easy bets here, I thought, especially Adam. Huge fill up for me if this horse gets up. Uh, Clive, you're looking a different way. Yeah, I've gone um, Bandersnatch here. Um, Form says he loves the heavy, and I'm expected to be heavy here. McNeil stays on. Uh, ran on pretty well at the Sandown track last start. Uh, Kavina has come out and won in similar company who was just in behind uh, Bandersnatch there. Um, I just think it can just get dragged into this race with the speed outside and just get a nice little posse about midfield. Uh, which is where Bailey's got the speed map right now. I think uh, John McNeil's going to know what to do with the horse on the day. The other one I want to have something else on is Catalyst. Uh, Tacked the line really well last start. Mark Zara flew home on the fence. Um, he prefers softer ground. He's been running on good in the past, I guess, few starts. He's proven third up. He's been on a spell since 2020. Um, he's a very lightly raced filly. He actually ran second behind Alligator Blood by like point one of a length in 2020. So I, was, I went deep into the form here yeah. on these ones. Um, and Zara's on and he's in form. So they're the two I want to be on for me. Momo, anything similar, different? Uh, different, yeah. Uh, first pick, Bandersnatch. Good first up run. Last start of Sandown. <laughs> he's fourth. He goes different. Then he goes Bandersnatch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, second pick's different. Um, oh. Sand out 1400 and second form up, second up form good. Track conditions will suit, looks good. Uh, second pick, Lady of Honor, just missed out last start at the Valley. Two wins and one second over 1300 for three starts. Loves Caulfield. We will be in the finish. Um, looks good. What's your thoughts with Ollie on board? Pro or con? He'll bounce back. Ollie back. What's another thing? <laughs> John McNeil is not doing any better, mate. What's what the go with him? When's the last time you saw John McNeil pop up? Been a while. Last week. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like, in a big race where you've seen, like, oh, you know, Peach from driving. He's, yeah, he's gone missing this spring. You know, he they can turn it on, him and Ollie, fine. but I think I think there's a few that have gone above <laughs> Jai at the moment, which sucks because he was, you know, pretty Probably doing the old flame. Are we binning it? Or you put a pen through last start? I mean, unlucky last start. Jamie Carr fell asleep on the horse. She had a nap, and they all just swamped her, and then she's like, oh, no, and got going too late. Um, But... I think there's better horses in the race. Yeah, and I, I don't know about the quick backup for it. I was always against that Surf Dancer on Flame Form. Like everyone was telling me, no, you you got on Surf Dancer. No, I got on Surf Dancer because oh, I flogged it and then it's, the race rate is poorly, so I didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get on Old Flame. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going 85 ahead and 15 streets of Avalon. Yeah, 50-50 for me, Catalyst and Bandersnatch. Yeah, uh, 50 Bandersnatch, 50 Lady of Sweet. Moving on to Ramwick. So, Ramwick, it's a heavy eight right now. So, the weather tomorrow on Thursday, zero rain expected, you know, 20% chance of that. Friday, four to eight mils expected. And then Saturday, zero mils. So, heavy eight now. I'm expecting a soft seven. Um, maybe if we're lucky, a soft six, but I'm expecting a soft seven. Um, rail's in the true position. I think they'll either be... Like, did you notice last week to start the day off at Randwick on that real heavy? They you had to be on the rail. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping it's not like that on Saturday. I don't think it will be on a soft track. When this track's like like the right wetness, oh, it's the most fair track because you've got to get off the rail, but then like your leaders find those middle lanes and your back marks kind of just swoop straight off them. So should be a fair track on Saturday. The first races, you can always tell if you can run on or not. Um, I suppose we'll rip straight in. Race three, the group three, Craven. Oh, where do you want to be and run? I think you want to be midfield. You don't want to be back last. I think you can win from anywhere, though. Um, yeah. But, yeah, obviously, the more further forward, the better. Starting off with race three, the group three, pl- Ray, uh, Craven Plate over the 1800 Momo. Uh, yeah, Cascadian a favourite at $1.70. Surf Dancer, four sixty. Just Folk, $12. Primito, $12. Pinarello, $15. Zarek. Seventeen dollars. He's a shocker. Twenty six. Laurie Mean forty one. Esty Fenny forty one. And warning at sixty seven dollars. Um, your map here. Surf dancer leads. We just touched on how we don't want to be on this form. Um, Zayric and warning push forward with Pinarello. Just folk midfield. Laurie Mean. He's a shocker. Esty Fenny in that back part with Cascading and Primito at the back. You can get through this race pretty quick. I think. I think there's one chance. There's only one horse you can back. There's one, yeah, he's a group one horse, um, winner over um, 1,600, 1,400, group two winner over 2,000 in these heavy track conditions. Race rated extremely well last start. Was set up to beat him, but they all have to carry the same weight as him here. Cascadian, um, he's heavy track, Ramwick, best camp in the country at the moment, best jockey in the country at the moment. Um, Unbeatable, like declaring him. Can't yeah, I don't think anything gets near it unless it ups. Yeah, no. nah, he wins. Cascadian hundred on. Let's move on. Yeah, I'm pretty keen with that, Momo. Yep. Yeah, not much to say there. It's dangers. Primito, Primito, and Just Folk. Yeah, that's it. If you want to play a trifecta or something, Primito, Just Folk. Um, race five, not a group race, but a feature of the day. The Kosciuszko. Clav lists us off. Yeah, at uh, favourite, we've got It's Me, 480, Far Too Easy, 550, Front Page, $6, Handle the Truth, 750, Anathol, $11, Arcado, 12, and you can't belong the rest. Um, Map here, Tal, Tal Brager goes forward with Front, front Page, and Lee, Lel, Lee, Lee Melody comes across. Arcado from three pushes up with Monument, Fender. Another one from Barry One, far too easy from seven. Probably gets the midfield spot with Jimmy Orman coming down. Um, Cavalier, Charles, Hand on the Truth, It's Me, Commando Hunt, and Anthethol. Out the back, um, front page for me. Another one where I'm just coming in really confident. Horse has some really big figures when he was younger. Had a real big figure last campaign first up where he went 12.1 lengths inside. Um, the open class rating that is huge. Um, one by three point three lengths. Second up was smashed in the two dollars thirty five. Pulled up with cardiac arrhythmia, so had a problem there. Injuries have stopped this horse from being a freak at his best. They will not get near him. He's been supposed to running. He's been supposed to run in this race the last two years, and things have just been stopping him. Twelve hundreds a tick, soft track a tick. Max uh, maps perfectly. I expect him to be sitting outside the lead get first crack at the best part of the track. And, um, yeah, I just think they won't catch him out in front. I think the market finds him too with these big figures. Clav, I'm going to touch on one here and you're going to keep going with it. Arcado, I think, is the only danger to front page. Um, 
Yeah. But you've got to have something on. Yeah, I'm kicking up Arkado. I was on him last year when Barry was on him. It was an absolute cracking race. He just got at the top of handle the truth there. Um, I think I just have to stick with him. He's a true gritty horse. He I remember was, that. I was on handle yeah, the we're truth. Yeah, we're all back at your apartment. It was after we had a big night and it was like, it was only you and me up. Oh, really? Yeah. And he just got over. Wow. I, I remember, I remember I handled the truth about, uh, just getting numbed on the line. I remember you were on. Yeah, I was on, I was on Barry. Actually, yeah, it rings a bell. Yeah. Yeah. He's a true gritty horse. He just, he loves the mud. He loves the grind. He gets, uh, laying on who's a really informed jockey at the moment. So I'm kicking up for that. I think $12 is a spoil for something of this caliber. And, uh, I guess a, a trainer that aims for this race every year. Um, the other one I want to have something very small on is, uh, Tal Braga. Uh, opened at 51, is now 34. Gets Bowie on, coming from Tamworth. <laughs> Snits, Snitzel Colt. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's, let's start getting into the breeding, like you yeah. said. <laughs> He's three for three. He likes the heavy. So I know it's going to be like that sort of soft, heavy form. Uh, but he's, he's had one run and two trials into this at $41 and a snitzel cold. I've got to have something small on him in a Cosi Oscar. <laughs> yeah, okay. On What's he called again? What's he called? That thing, Tal Braga. <laughs> oh, is this him? What's he paid? Well, he's opened at 50s. Yeah, okay. In the 30s already. Yeah, yeah. he's three for three, come from Tamworth. Okay, yeah. Queensland. Go on. Uh, Momo, anything else? Or? Yeah, I'm with you boys with Art Cado. Loves the 1200, won this race last year, handles wet. Classy horse that should give him a test. And my second pick is It's Me. Won this race two years ago. Wasn't too far behind last start. Beat second fave two starts ago. J-Mac on should go well. Where does J-Mac get to It's Me pinned on the fence? <laughs> no, but you just, you got to just trust him. You got to trust him. But in saying, that, in, in saying that, in saying that, she'll get scratched on the uh, heavy 10 too. She won't run. You reckon? Yeah, for sure. She's only ever, the trainer's been picky with her. He's been scratching her for like the past yeah. two years. Um, I don't think she's good enough either. Like she got Man lucky either. over a thousand meters at Doom, and then she last start just you know right part of the track. They're going to go hard here on a wet track where she's not in a comfort zone. I thought that was the first horse I could probably bin. Far too easy interests me, but I think this class is a bit too hard. But I mean, Momo, if you want to be on her, yeah, go for it. Just gives me better odds. What's, um, what's our um, strategy? Yeah, I'm going to go. 85 front page. I just don't know if is Ark, if Arkado's at his best right now. I just don't know if he is. Um, that's the only reason I would be a little bit more lenient, but I'm really keen on front page here. 85 on, 15 on Arkado. Yeah, 90 Arkado, 10 on Talbraga. I'm going to go 60, it's me, and 40 Arkado. Yeah. Moving on to race six, the group three, Sydney Stakes. Clav. Momo. No, Clive. Yeah, it's me. No, no. Uh, in favour, we've got Kementari at $4. Um, sorry. Jeez. He's just like- nah, this, No, no. <laughs> this, what's that thing? Oh, uh, yeah. Kementari at $4. In the Congo, $5.50. Apache Chase, $7. Waihaha Fools, $9. Remark, $9.50. Refibit and Love, $10. Swatch that. $12 and you can have one of the rest. Uh, so if there's any scratchings from the uh, Everest, one of these goes into it. You know that? Pretty yeah. sure they get their pick. Like you just go like, yeah, give me, give me. There won't be any scratchings. No, they, the might go, they might go give me the party boy. Imagine that. Oh, if the party boy <laughs> goes in the Everest on a heavy turn, I'll have something on him. That's um, for sure. We'll go through the speed map. Huge field here. 
give me a sec. All right, so heaps of speed in this race. Um, so going forward, you've got Apache Chase from five, probably leads him up. Prime candidate from six comes across. Soldier of Love in the Congo. Don't know where he gets through from out wide. The Astrologist from Barrier 23 has to make his way across with Forbidden Love. We own a smart one, Riadini. Um, Remark probably gets his own little time in midfield with Gemsong pushing up, swats that. Wahaha Falls is actually an exception with a few others. Um, Brutalities midfield, Kementari, I think gets the run of the race. Um, you know, sitting that midfield, just off midfield. And you've got Shelby 66, Blondu, Bandaper, Rocketing by Tycoonist out the back. Irish songs, Waha Falls, Wisdom of Water, Battleton and Tristate are all exceptions. So many things get scratched here, they go in. Good chance with the way the track is. Um, I think in a race like this, you just got to back who you think the best horse is and who's going to be there to play on the day. Kementari was the first one that pops to mind to me. Um, he's been racing really well. He's so consistent in these groups. He's not quite a group one horse. He's group two, group threes. He just races so well. He goes in all conditions. Consistent horse. It goes from Timmy Clark, who rode him well, to Nash. We know how good Nash was taking him up the rail that time, uh, losing over a few hundred bucks there, which is good to see. Um, he draws pretty perfect here from Barry 11. He gets the run of the race for me. Um, yeah, I don't know about you boys. I thought he was a real good bet here, Kevin Tari. Just maybe that little bit of class here. They go real fast. Sets up for him. You just see Nash just dart yeah. through the field with him. Yeah, I was kicking up for Kevin Tari. I was... I reckon I sat at my phone screen just going Kementari in the Congo, Kementari in the Congo. Because I'm like, why is J Mac and Waterhouse going together? They never go, he never arrives to Waterhouse. So you're only in the Congo? No. So I've ended up going Kementari. The reason being, because in the Congo sat four wide last night at Mooney Valley, couldn't get a posse. He's not getting any more luck. He's here, not going to get any more luck here. So for that exact reason, I've decided to go Kementari, sitting behind the speed, let them all burn each other off, and then just have a good crack at them late. Uh, that's for me with Kementari. The only other one I'll kick up for as well um, is actually Remark. Um, After you hated him. So, the backstory, I've been on this horse all last prep when he kept getting fists, fists, force, and then they've the Hawks camp decided to geld him. I've taken him on the first two times as prep. He's come out and won both times, done me dirty. Um, so, I'm hoping I'm jumping on him. He's a good progressive type here. Um, just expecting him and Kementari to sort of be following the same line. So, hopefully... One of them gets the job done for me here, um, Lomo. Yeah, I'm with you boys of Kamatari. Came home strong last start. Has decent 12-under record. West, wet conditions suit. Ramrick formed good and Nashville will on board. Should go well. My second pick, Apache Chase. Wasn't too far off last start. Conditions and additions shouldn't be an issue. Expect to lead and try hold on. Should go well. Lomo, I like what you're putting down, mate. I'm with Apache too. I just think this horse gets the lead. Like, I think Jimmy Byrne... Sent down and all yeah. they're saying, all he's thinking is get the lead, get the lead, get the lead. <laughs> um, this horse, you know, if it leads, it is so tough to get past. He's a group one winner over Palele. He's ran fourth in a golden eagle over 1500. I think they've set this horse for the, um, the 1200 meters now. I think they know that, you know, he can just be a real high cruising horse over the 1200. Um, you're always worried about the track conditions. That was the only thing that scared me. I, I think so, but he didn't run too bad first yeah. up in the heavy last time, and he's getting a soft now, I reckon. Soft seven, he's got good soft form. Yeah. Like, it's okay soft form. Oh, and yeah. obviously, rather him on top of the ground, but does anything have really good wet form here? No. And I just think if he can hold the rail, he's just saving ground. I just, the only problem with me is because there's so much speed, like prime candidate, soldier of love, 
Forbidden Love. Rhea Deeney will be kicking up its ass. Like, <laughs> astrologist, like, I don't think Apache Chase has had so much speed in the round. It won't get that. He's, he won't get to dictate. I get no. I think he'll lead though. Like I think he's quick enough out the barriers to lead. But if they do want to go and sit outside him, how many times have you seen them eyeball Apache Chase and he just kicks back on them? He's so tough. Like J- Jockey, yeah, Jockey just, Jados. Jados said he's one of the toughest horses ever. Like but he, this is what sets up perfect for. Kevin yeah, Tari. no, it does. That's why. That's why I'm also on Kevin Tari yeah. over a mark. I was like you. I didn't know. I was actually, I was keen to back something back in the field and something forward. Yeah. Um, and I ended up on Apache Chase purely on the lead. If in the Congo was getting the lead, I'd be doing that. I'm back, back in the map horses, I guess, and probably a little bit of class. Both group one winners in Kevin Tari and Apache Chase. Um, but yeah, I think Kevin Tari, a bit better than Remark and Apache Chase um, as well. I wouldn't be shocked if, yeah, Remark came out and won. I'd be shocked if in the Congo could win from there. That's just Jay Mack at his absolute best. Um, but yeah, I'm going 70 on Kementari, 30 on Apache Chase. Yeah, 75 Kementari, 25 Remark. Yeah, I'm going to go 60 Kementari, 40 Apache Chase. Moving on, boys. Race seven, the group one, Tab Everest. All this hype for maybe one horse. Um, list us off, Plav. Yeah, Nature Strip, 215. Lost and Running, $7. Eduardo, $8.50. Jackano, 10. Smash Crusader, 13. Private Eye, 14s, Mazu, 17, Giga Kick, 21, Overpass, 41, and you can't bother the rest. Um, we know how good he is. We'll go. We'll, we'll, I suppose if you start want to load into him, we may as well. Yeah, start with me, I reckon. Yeah. You're both on the strip? Yeah. yeah, we're both on the strip, but I've got a little bit of a different strategy. But, yeah, Mo, yeah. you go ahead. Yep, yeah, I'm not on the strip. Um, my first pick, Eduardo. Forgive last start, Brandon Villa doesn't. Seem to have the touch that Ruwilla does. Classy horse that has been in the favourite before. Nashrilla on now should go well. Second pick, Mars Crusader. Good last start and came flying home against a good field. Gets same distance and track. Expect a good run. Um, map here. Shades of Rose has to go forward with Eduardo. Joyful Fortune from one is real quick. Probably pushes up. And then you got Nate Strip. So... I don't know how it's going to set up, but it's going to be Shades of Rose, Joyful Fortune, Eduardo and Nature Strip all in the first four. I'm predicting. Then you've got Overpass, comes across with Lost and Running and Mazu, Giga Kick, Private Eye um, out the back with Jackano, Ingratiating and Master Crusader. Um, I think Jackano from Barrier 2 probably has to go forward a little bit more. I'm expecting Ingratiating and Master Crusader right out the bracket. That's just how they race. Um Let's touch on Nature Strip here. Um, I suppose, what do you really start with? If you want more confidence, I suppose we're going to give it to you here. If you're looking against him, not really the place to look for it. Um, I mean, he's a class horse. He's gone around the world. He's done all that. But you guys already know that. I think simply barrier 12, if you're worried about that, don't. I think he's better coming across at his own time. He's never a horse that pings out of the gate, but he can master that speed in that first 100 metres. J-Mac can put him wherever he wants. I think he's, you know, two lengths better than what he was last year. Um, Eduardo, I don't think, going as well as he was who ran second in the last – no, Master Crusader ran second, sorry. Uh, he's definitely not going as well as what he was last year. No, he ran home well about last start, but – Like, it's just average. Like he's, like, like he's so washed, so. Yeah. I think you've got to – if you're not on Nature Strip, the only two dangers to me, I think um, – were Private Eye and Jackano, just purely on X Factor. 
He's never taken them on. He's never versed them. Private Eye, you know, they thought was a 1,600-meter horse. have dropped it to 1,200. Freak, Jack and O, who knows? He's just got a big turn of foot. But on Saturday, you've got to be on Nature Strip. He's got the best figures in the race. He's the best. J-Mac, Chris Waller, this horse has been there, done that. If he wins this race, I think he's equal prize money with Wink, something around that mark. He's just – he's an Australian icon at the moment, I guess, just in the fact that he's just – He's not like that bullet, you know, that like bomb bulletproof horse where he goes around a dollar ten. Like he has little chinks to him and stuff. Like he can just go out crazy one time, which I sometimes, which I guess, makes him so entertaining to watch. That last hundred meters, he'll be. He's a horse that gets you on your gets you on your edge. You don't know if he's holding on or not. You're like going, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And you know, most of the time, he gets it done for you. So it's probably going to be the same on Saturday. Um, soft conditions. I think this horse is at his best. He has his biggest figures. Um, other than these group three, uh, track record with Eduardo. Um, yeah, he's, I've got, I've, I've actually gone 50 on him on Saturday just on the fact that I'm just going to save on him and I'm going to, I'm really confident in this first four. I've been thinking about it all day. Your first four, you're going to go nature strip to win and then you get a boxer, box these rest to come second, third or fourth. Jack and O private eye, Eduardo. They're the first four for me. I think Nate Strip wins no matter what. So if that doesn't hit, you get your money back. You're not losing anything. Maybe a little bit of profit. What's he, $2.15, $2.20? Yeah. Um, get a little bit of profit off him. If you don't want to play that first four, just go the 100 on. Or yeah, I'm going 50 on that first four. Nate Strip to win. Box Jack and O, Private Eye, Eduardo, second, third, four. I think you'll get a huge, you know, if Private Eye runs in a second, then you've got Jack and O and Eduardo fourth. Oh, you're laughing. Clav. Um, pretty similar to Bailey here. I don't need to touch on too much more, I think. Obviously, we got Nature Ship to win for the uh, to play. Sorry, yep. the, uh, yeah, sorry, Golden the Duck. for the Golden Duck. Um, I think it's just it'll be cool just for the legacy sort of purposes. J Max had a cracking year; it'll just top it off well. I think Wallace, with what Bailey was touching on earlier, he's, he's lost uh, home affairs and very elegant. Uh, he's got Nature Ship as his main horse in the camp now, and I think it'll just be cool just to have that bit of icing on the cake for the camp. I wonder what um, they do with him after this. Well, they, they'll keep racing in this prep. I think they'll go to the Dali Sprint Classic down the straight, which he won last two years. No, no, no. People have beat him the year before. Yeah. He won last year. I think they do that. I don't know if they retire him after that. They could actually, I they retire Well, he's, he's got, like, he's gelded, so he, there's no purpose. They just pretty much race him until he doesn't go good anymore. But wonder if you want to end on a high. on a high, yeah. I mean, he's, a, he's eight. I think Eduardo's nine. I mean, he's only getting, like, this is the best nature shit we've seen. He is flying at the moment so maybe he's maybe, got another prep in him yeah for sure anyway touching, on. touching yeah. on uh next ship i'm doing the sort of similar to bailey here just for the fact of a value play still the same thing 50 on nature ship but i've got a different like sort of not a first four but i'll do the same race multi on the day so i go nature ship to win i'll do eduardo top four and marzu top four i mean what's he now 215 like you can almost that's almost like just a good bet I was thinking, like, you know, when he was a dollar ninety, I'm thinking, like, oh, you go fifty on him, you kind of say. I reckon he's still drifting the day. I reckon if you can get two fifty about him, oh, if you can get even like two thirty in the first four, you're going a hundred on. Yeah, you're doubling your money in a bit. You're one point three times your money. You go if he drops under two dollars, you go the first four strategy for value for money. Yeah, yeah. If he's under, mm. if he's under two fifteen, go the first four for me. If he's not. If he's 220 or above, just put 100 bucks on him. You're laughing. Your date's set. I'm that confident in this horse. So, yeah, I'm going to say 100 bucks on Nature Strip. Play the first four for the podcast listeners. 
Yeah, exactly. Same thing. Yeah. Cool. bucks on for me for the tips. Maybe. Ah, uh, seventy Eduardo, thirty Mars Crusader. Uh, touch on the boys. You guys got the four dollars Eduardo. Yeah. Place. Well, only Momo's done it. No, only Momo's done it. We said a few. I don't know if we said it on the podcast. No, I don't think we did. We were just no. touching on a few. Oh, not even like last week. You could have got four bucks, four dollars twenty. You know, five dollars. I think at one stage yeah, for Eduardo to place. Guy. We just thought this was a huge bet for him. Um, coming off, you know, just went too slow out in front in that lead up where the others ran over him. I think back to twelve hundred where it's a grand final time. Joseph Pride will have this horse hemmed up, and I thought he was a huge place to chance at five dollars. That's gone now. What is he? Two seventy a place. Yeah, no. Nah. Momo, good stuff for taking the overs there. That was a good bet. Um, race ten. Yeah. No, yeah, race ten. Yeah, race yeah. ten, Momo. Yeah, last race of the day. Yep, Momo, list us off. In favourite, we've got Polygraph three dollars ninety. Cap de Joy four forty. Fine point seven fifty. Grace and Harmony eight fifty. Honey Creeper nine fifty. Hope in your heart. Eleven dollars, Eta nineteen, and you came along the rest. Narrated leads here from Jim Martini, Stray, Polly Gray, Fine Point, Eta, and Grayson Harmony. Um, Dream Maid and Honey Cooper in that off midfield position. And then you've got to clump out the back, hope in your heart, more profits, Captain Joy, Joey, Meg, Papali, and Wonderful Riri. Um, so this race was supposed to be run last sap, but it got scratched. So if you're gonna get a soft seven, maybe a soft six here. I think Polly Gray, we were talking about. You know, it was obviously well suited last week. You boys still happy to ride that way? Yeah. Yep. Still can. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, might I touch on it? Yeah. Polly Gray, 1600 ideal and loves Randwick. Expected to be a heavy track and hoping for more rain. Should win if it stays heavy. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Pretty similar to Momo. It's an absolute mudlark. Bowman sticks on the, usually Bowman or um, Berry Ride, Polly Gray. I'm just hoping there's no Wallace set up here. He's got a few in the race and, um, <laughs> Yeah. I'll be absolutely pissed if <laughs> Grace and Harmony wins. Just put it, put in that out there. Well, I'm glad I'm on it. I'm going Grace and Harmony here. Um, now that it's on a soft track, Jay Mack in the last gets Winkers for the first time. Chris Waller fourth up. Did it today with Madame Pomery. Um, yeah, I just think at the price, the jockey, the way the track's going to be playing, I think this horse is set for this race um, and now it gets conditions to suit. Do you guys have anything else? Or was that that was it? it. Polly Gray, both of you. Wow. Jeez, what a crappy way to end the day for you boys. Um, I've also <laughs> gone hope in your heart. Hope in your heart? Yeah, hope in your yeah. heart. Um, I think it's a big chance too. Fastest last 200 of the meeting, last start at Newcastle. Six lengths faster than the Group 3 class for its last 600. Craig Williams goes on board, might have the last crack at them late. It was between her and more profits. I'm jumping off more profits. Um, just in the fact I think this horse might be going a bit better. Pretty simple, 55 grace and harmony. Actually, let's change it. Let's go 60 grace and harmony, 40 on hope in your heart. Boys, you already hunted on? Yeah, yep. sweet. Um, that wraps up, I guess, our tipping. Anything else to touch on tipping-wise? No, you're done. All right, we'll be back right after this with our lucky caller, north, south, east, west, no mines, and our sure things. See you guys then. Takwa, here he comes, the thunder down under. Humidor lifting in the middle. Humidor, the old boy, yes. And Bivouac, who explodes. Bivouac with a powerful display. Zaki in front, sink it over, down the stands well. Lunges, gets up. Hello, Nick. 
Hi, mate. How are you? Good. How are you? Um, yeah, go. How you doing? I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, so, we're giving you the rundown. Caulfield Cup this week. Uh, tough race. Big field. Wet conditions. Yeah. Um, who are you going with and why? So, obviously, i got got 100 bucks to spend, right? Yeah, you got 100 bucks to spend. Okay, so first of all, I've gone 20 bucks on the nose of Gold Trip. Um, yeah. Simply because it's Cody's dad's horse, and if that thing was to win, you got to have something on. Yeah, I'd be, I'd, I'd be livid. Yep. Um, I've also gone 10 bucks on Montefilia, Bound Declare, at Maximal, just because they're three horses I've followed for a while now, and especially. Vow and Declare and his run's last three starts have been different to what he's been. Yeah, he's looking a bit threat. back. He's looking a bit back. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And Maximal, I've just followed for a long time and I feel like he's finally getting up to the distance that he likes. Yep. Um, and Montefilia, I've just always followed as well. And my dad loves the horse. So if that thing was to win, I'd be livid as well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and then my main bet for the day is probably going to be Inspirational Girl. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, um, I know it doesn't necessarily like the track, but I've loved this horse ever since it was in Perth with Pikey on it, and I just, just can't go against it. Yeah. Um, um, and then, so yeah, I put 20 on the nose of that, and I got 30 bucks remaining. So yeah. I put, um, I've put 30 bucks on the place for Great House at seven bucks. Yeah. Um, yeah, just when it, as soon as it came to Australia, I loved it, and I remember it flew home last one start, and I was on it pretty good odds, so I can't go against it. I've got to, I've got to give it to you. You've, you've actually thought this through because you've taken a lot of horses here yep. and yep, it gets absolutely. you it gets you, it gets gets you, you back in next week, which is the main game. A lot of people have come out, you know, 100 bucks on here and there, but you've thought this through. It's good. Um, I'm riding Gold Trip with you. Uh, yeah, you go, you go. Yeah, I'm riding Gold Trip with you. Any of us on the any of the other ones? No. 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 I like the strategy. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah, Momo, what are you on your flog? <laughs> Non-conformist, mate. And See, Jurassic. I like that. Yeah. I and did like that. I did look at that, but I don't know. I just think the track, if it's heavy, it's yeah. alright. What's your thoughts on New Marion, Nick? I haven't even had a look at it, eh? Um, I honestly don't know. Shame you got it's no extra horse. tenner. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those horses I've got absolutely no idea. Yeah, yeah. No, no, this strat's actually good. It's, it's actually smart. Sort of yeah, it's a smart strat. Yeah. We're we're on we're on uh, nonconformist. All of us, and then I've thrown gold trip. Clav's thrown Numerian. Numerian. and Momo's thrown Juaz. Juaz. So, geez, we've, between all of us and you, we've covered the whole field. If none <laughs> of us get up here, we better quit. One of us has got to win. Right? Yeah. Um. Thanks for doing that, mate. We'll. I'm sure we'll be touching on with you next week if all things go to plan. Um. Good stuff. 100%. Cheers, mate. I'll speak to you soon. Yeah, see you. Have a good one. We head around the country for north, south, east, west and go up to Queensland where I think Star Tontes is going to be pretty hard to beat. Star Tontes is flashing home late. Star Tontes and Staff Dancer. Star Tontes is one. In memory of great minds with Tony Brassel and David Gately, we give you our rip-off version and two blokes with no minds find us roughies. This week... Luna Fox at 250 to 1. Luna Fox, it's a boil over in the Guineas. For sure things this week, gone with Forbidden Love, down at 50 kilos in the Doncaster Mile. Don't think she can lose. Forbidden Love under siege, Mr. Brightside charged her. Mr. Brightside takes the lead. 
Starting off with North, South, East, West, North. I'm going race 10, number 11, Sweet Margot, Mary or Mayo. She don't even know what it is. Um, yeah, I think this is a good chance. One last start. I think there's improvement to come down the weights. Benny Thompson. Club. Yeah, I've also gone with Benny Thompson myself. Uh, mass destruction, race nine, Eagle Farm, number seven. I uh, just got done unlucky at uh, Toowoomba last up by Axe. Meets him here three, co- three kilos better than the weights. Look for it late. Yep, I'm going race four at Eagle Farm, Oita, two wins on the trot, sticks in the same class and gets to go again. No I've, reason shouldn't win again. I've jumped off it now. Yeah, so. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I right. picks up my little scraps, eh? Going south, race seven, number two for Melbourne, generation here. Other than Mr. Maestro, I'm not going to give you $1.70. Um, absolute bet here if he runs. We'll be winning hmm. if he's there. I'm going to give you the dollar seventy, Mister Maestro. Yeah, I wasn't too confident on to pick one at the card here at Caulfield, so that's the only one I've landed on. Yeah, I'm saying with Clive, Mister yeah. Maestro. Ramwick, uh, East race five. I'm not going to give you Cascading either. Race five, number three, front page. Uh, again, six bucks about this for the best horse in the race at his best. Think he leads. Think he wins. Clav. Yeah, I'm going to give you Cascading. <laughs> <laughs> Super last one we touched on, Momo. Yeah, I'm so no. Um, race four, Stockman yep, wasn't too bet. far off last two starts, doesn't mind wet tracks, gets a chance to bounce back after the narrow defeats. Looks good. Um, for no minds this week, the boys have gone. Sorry, give me a sec. We're not doing West. Oh, yeah, sorry. West race seven, number seven, taunting for me. Ran well against classier horses last start. Um, think it can bounce back over the thousand. Yeah, race two, number two, Itchy Barnsan. Three dollars twenty leg of Neil's I'm on so it. sick. I've i am done with it. Yeah. Um uh race five will feel righty O'Pow. Comes from racing Star Patrol two starts back to now a benchmark cool. sixty. Should go up. Well. Oh, I don't know. It's in the form. Just a little look, mate. Um for no minds this week. At Caulfield, ah, oh, give me a sec. Sorry. Tell me the name and I'll bring it up. They've gone for Caulfield. They've gone race nine, number 13, Maximal. And for Ranwick, they've gone race five, number seven. Here we go. I'll see this. Oh, hang on. Fender. Fender at 21. So, what have they got? One this season, shooting for gold? Yeah. Jew. Jew. They are Jew, aren't they? Maximal and Fender. Both not bad. I'd go Fender over Maximal. Maximal could turn up, but. Nah, it just needs a dry track. Dry track, yeah, he does. Nah, they can't beat front page. You've got to go Maximal for me. Um, (laughs) No, uh, sure things. This week, so my sure thing this week, um, what is he? Race three, what is he, Mr. Maestro? Race three, number one, Mr. Maestro. As we touched on earlier, I think he's just going to be too good for them. Um, yeah, Clav. Yeah, my one, uh, we're going to the big race, Tab, Everest, Big Boy, Nature Strip, J-Mac, it's going to be a legacy. Crowd's going to be cheering. And the wallets will be full. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mine is Cascadian. I think it's a one-horse race. Don't think anything will get near it. So you add those all up. Uh, yeah, about six fifty if you were to power play. And uh, we'll get load. the what, one-leg bet return? Yeah, yeah, one-leg bet return. We could do that as well, to be honest. 
Well, we get 50 bucks. Well, us here will probably load about 100, 150 on it. Yeah, it's a good win there. Um, what was I going to say? I think, yeah, like actually adding those up, you get pretty good value, I thought. Six bucks about those three. Yeah, yeah rather than doing the quaddy this week, quaddy's a bit, bit iffy. Yeah, we thought we may as well load up on this. Um, on the sure things. Sure things. Um, questions this week. First question comes in um, two-year-olds or the three-year-olds now. For the Batelli camp, Fireburn, Sajard, and where to now through pretty, pretty poor prep. I don't know. I think you take them back to the paddock. They obviously didn't fire, um, you know, hence the name Fireburn. Didn't really do that at all. Thought she first two runs I thought were good and then, you know, expecting the grand final didn't do much. Sajard and just did nothing last week against Best of Bordeaux. Whether he needs a really good dry track, I don't know. There's all this talk about him coming back really well and he's just done nothing. Um, pretty disappointing with them. I think he might be a really good two-year-old trainer, Greg Batelli, then doesn't know what to do with them after. You know, that might be a bit harsh too, but I think it's back to the... Uh, back to the drawing board. Back to the drawing board. Yeah, you boys, same thing? Same thing. Yeah, same thing. Um, next is if you rock up to a race day and jockey's gone off your horse... Who are you backing here? I mean, who are you throwing on your horse? You've got to choose between Ollie and Pikey. Uh, give me Ollie every day of the week. <laughs> what? You've chose Ollie. Oh, 100%. Um, oh. Pikey's gone at the moment. I don't like – at least Ollie can show some initiative. Pikey at his best, you can back him. But mm. at the moment, at least Ollie, the wash king, um, you know, can turn up in big days, Clav. I'm going Pikey. Just for the pure fact. That it's Ollie. It's Ollie. (laughs) I just want Pikey to ride my thing for luck. Ollie would just be like, yeah, it wasn't going around the corner. And then he'd whip it four times and it just would never go anywhere and just complain. Yeah, I'm going Pikey too. I think he's just still in the clouds from Western Australia. I think he just needs to settle back in. So you'd rather Pikey on? Yep, Pikey on Oliver. Wow. That's big. You've gone Ollie. I just I didn't expect that from you. Well, I've actually I've backed Pikey a lot more than I've backed Ollie. Maybe that's big that's why because if I just I don't know. I don't know. Let's not get too deep into it. And that was a great question who would have asked that. Yeah, it was. Um what was the last question? If Zach Purden came to Australia, would yep. he dominate like James McDonald? I think so. You see B Shin come over. He wasn't the top jockey over there. Obviously, Purden's their top jockey along with Jay or Jay Morera. I don't even know you see his first name, uh, who's also a freak. And um, Kate Tegan. Yeah, they're all freaks. I think if Purden came over here, he'd be as good, if not better, than Blake Shin. Probably better. Um, yep. One thing with Shutin. Sharp, like Hong Kong jockeys, they go real quick here. Some horses are made for it, some aren't. You can see, you know, Bishin really suits some horses, some he doesn't. Um, be interesting. I think J Mac would, you know, hold his own against him. But yeah, Zach Perm, really competitive. Heart would be hard to be against. Boys? I agree. Zach Perdon is killing it in Hong Kong. I think he came out, made a statement today. Um, he is making that much more money compared to J Mac, and J Mac still has a mortgage on his house, so it just goes to show how oh, yeah, much Purton has in the in the big in the kitty, I guess. I'm telling you right now, James McDonald's making plenty of money. 
um, too much money. But he definitely doesn't. Breaking- <laughs> Jay McDonald definitely doesn't have a mortgage on his house. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. Um, that bloke would be loaded. So he would. Be yeah. shin. It's, I mean, Zach Purden would be pretty funny loaded. joke. Yeah, you'd have a lot more money than him, but I don't think James McDonald's too worried about that. No. You're living in Hong Kong, obviously a really nice place, but he's here with his family, etc. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think James McDonald can buy his dinner at night. He's not eating two minute noodles, that's for sure. Um, let's get to wrap up the podcast. Black Holly. Hmm? Black Holly. <laughs> Ollie's not eating. Ollie's living in his glory days still. Um, What's Ollie eating for dinner? <laughs> better than us, what we're going to have right now. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Big weekend of racing. Like I said, I'm going to post two previews. Uh, not previews, two of our posts. TikToks will be back. Uh, fa- be out Facebook, Twitter, etc. Um, thanks for tuning in. See you guys then. Cheers. See you then. Thanks, sir. But it's Persan at the clock tower. Persan, what a prep it's having, and it's going to run in the cup.